0: This is your host, Justin Dora. And for today's episode, I want to unpack a little bit of some new thoughts for me on vacation, Sabbath, time off, rest, like physical, literal rest, because there's some new things that God is beginning to reveal and I'm beginning to explore and think about and consider and by God's grace practice. And recently I've been Just thinking about Genesis 2 where it talks about God resting from all the work of creating that he had done. And, and, you know, for me, traditionally, I had always thought about that from the perspective of we rest because we're tired. We rest because our bodies need it. And obviously, that's still true. We have natural bodies that really do need rest and it's good for our bodies to have rest and our minds and our you know our emotions and all those things but i started thinking more about the nature and the character of god and what i realized was um you know god didn't rest from creating because he was tired god is infinite he doesn't wear out he doesn't get worn out he doesn't get tired he doesn't get Frazzled, he doesn't need literal physical rest. He rested, I believe, to celebrate and to enjoy all that he had created because you you read through the creation account and what does it say? God made this and it was and he saw it was good. It was like he saw this completed symphony and he sat back and he just started to enjoy all the fruit and all the what was pouring out of what he had created and and his reason for rest was not because he was tired and needed a break it was to enjoy it was he was so satisfied he just wanted to drink it all in and so so how that's shifting for me is the way i'm thinking about my weekend or thinking about vacation or thinking about downtime in the evening It's not merely a break from the day. It's a time to enjoy and to reflect upon. Look what God has done. Look what he's done in this week or look what he's done in this season. Or look what he's done uh, in this day. And I am celebrating it, not out of an act of duty, but out of a joy to just enjoy what he's done, what he's accomplished. I'm, I'm enjoying this process. I'm enjoying this this reality. And I just wonder if that is what vacation and Sabbath is meant to be. What if it's not about recovering But what if it's about celebrating and enjoying all that's been done and the bearing of fruit that god has done through our lives what if work actually isn't supposed to drain us of life what if it's supposed to refresh us what if it's supposed to encourage us what if it's supposed to so fill our hearts with joy and excitement that we 've got to take a break just to revel in all that has happened, what if that 's the point of vacation and rest and time off? You know Jesus made this interesting statement in John chapter four to his disciples. He says, "Listen, guys, my food is to do the will of my father and to finish his work and and if you think about the the, the choice of word he made, he made this choice he said my food not my purpose not my drive not what i'm supposed to do but my food he equated the assignment that god had given him to what gives our bodies sustenance in other words No one that I've ever met complains about eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner or snacks in between. Everyone likes to do it. It's like, yeah, it's breakfast or all right, let's go to lunch or what are we having for dinner or what's the snack I'm having in between? Like we enjoy eating food. It's so amazing because you read through the Old Testament, you look even in the book of Acts, these guys eating food was part of relationship. People ate together. They dined together. They enjoyed fellowship around the dinner table. This is a normal part of kingdom life is to actually eat together. And it's amazing uh, to me that Jesus would equate the call, the, the purpose that the father had for him in sending his son to food. What if God's intention for us is in our work lives, that place of purpose God's given us, that we are so, we so enjoy it that it's literally like spiritual food. It's like literal food. It gives life to us. It gives life. It gives purpose. It gives joy in every part of our lives. What if that's what that food looks like? What if that's the purpose? What if that's the reason? What if the reason we're so full that we have to sit down to just enjoy even more kind of the afterglow of what we just ate and the work that God's given us to do? What if that's the reason for vacation? It's to take time to enjoy, to reflect, to celebrate all that God has done. Wouldn't that be more in line with the nature and character of God? Guys, what about this? What if God is wanting to wed, work, and play? What if he wants our work life to be so fun, to be so enjoyable, that it feels like vacation? And I know I know the mindset because I, I have it at times as well. It's like uh have you ever worked before? Uh, that's not what it feels like but that's what it I, I just I get this sense that that's what it was like for God in creating. It's he, he spoke something into being he saw it and he said, oh this is good and it created inspiration. For the next thing you wanted to create, and inspiration for the next piece, and the next piece, and the next piece, and every successive piece inspired the next phase of creation. What if that's what work is supposed to be? And do you notice in Genesis 2 what does it say about God? It says that He rested from His work of creating. God's work is creating life. What if? Made in His image and likeness means for every man, woman, and child, our work is co-creating with God. Through what we say and think about, there's this divine inspiration that gives us desire to go and create, to make something with our hands, to make something with the, the tools that God has put in our hands, whether it's the paintbrush, the hammer and nails for the carpenter, the business worker who's working on with the computer, the visionary that's using a whiteboard to to chart out what's next in the phase of the organization that he's a part of or she's a part of, the politician or the teacher that's getting an innovative approach to, to change the game of their field. What if that work of creating, what if the work of creating inspires efficient management? What if we don't need all the management structures we've been told we need because create creativity has so much life that it comes with it, a know-how of how to manage that in a way that it manages itself. I, I have a, a good friend that uh, often quoted um, somebody else but told me this often. He said, He said, Justin, if you look at creation, creation self-organizes. In other words, creation knows how to organize itself. It is self-controlled. Trees know how to go into the ground, pull life from the soil, into the trunk, into the branches, into the leaves to express and or a created order of tree uh, birds no one teaches a flock of birds how to fly in a v it, it's an innate they know how to do it and i think at times unfortunately we can the, what happens is the enemy gives us this lie that says um, you need external motivation to live a godly life When the truth of the incorruptible seed of Christ who has been implanted in us what happens is we have a new divine DNA we have a new eternal DNA we have a new life in Christ and there is grace from God to know the right move at the right time from the inside out Because our heart isn't wicked anymore. Our mind's not wicked anymore. Really, all that's changing is we're realizing more and more how thorough of a job Jesus did. And the more we realize how thorough of a job he did, the more the external structures aren't needed because the internal structures are so solid. They're so solid. And they're living structures. They're not concrete structures that have no life. They're bones. They're bone of our. We are bone of his bone, and we're flesh of his flesh. Our 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 new structures are living. Your literal bones—they're living. That's why if you hit them, it hurts. It, it doesn't feel good because they're living. They need to be protected. They need to be cared for. They don't need to be flung around and just bang into everything. You get bruised. You get broken bones. That's not good. It doesn't feel great. Guys, the more we realize our new creation, that we are new creations, the scripture says the old is gone. The new has come. We're new. We're new. So therefore, our work life is a new creation work life. It's not an old creation work life. It's not a fallen creation work life. Where Genesis 3, through the sweat of our brow, through toil, we work and we work and we work, and the soil just produces thorns and thistles. You know, it's so funny. You know, if you think about Matthew 13, when Jesus talked about the different soils, and one of the soils is a thorny soil, Genesis 3 tells you what produces thorns. Uh... Fallen creation produces thorns. Uh, Toil produces thorns. We're new creations. We, We don't need to be thinking thorns anymore. Thorns, the thorns are over for new creations. Jesus bore the thorns so that our work life didn't have to produce thorns and thistles anymore. He bore the thorns on his mind. That mindset is done. And we have a new mind, the mind of Christ, which is no longer the thorns and the thistles. Our work life is intended to refresh, to rejuvenate. Therefore, when we go on vacation, which I'm encouraging, I want to go on vacation. I think it's good to go on vacation. But it's not to escape. It's not vacation to escape. It's vacation to celebrate. It's vacation to enjoy. It's vacation to to just... to, to experience the satisfaction of what God has accomplished. And it's good news. So Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are increasing our revelation of what you have finished and what you've accomplished. And the fact that you are seated because it is finished. And we are now living from your finished work. Therefore, our work lives are full of life. They're full of creativity. They're full of joy. They're full of peace. They're full of satisfaction. They're full of glory. And I thank you for liberated men and women where work is not a four-letter word of toil. It is a word of bliss. It is a word of pleasure. We see a yield because of the image of Christ that we bear, not because of the toil and the sweat of working harder to make stuff happen. And so, Father, we agree with heaven and what you're saying for us and what you're going to do through us. And we believe. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom Podcast. If you liked what you heard, Leave us a review on iTunes and iTunes will suggest this podcast to others. Thanks everyone and take care.